This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person town. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for fail. Good evening and welcome to the Ale Unveil podcast. We have no game this week, but we're still going to have a little chit-chat. We've got a few bits and bobs to talk about. Um, so, joined at this minute by Bez. Um, we have got Tom joining us at some point. So, yeah. it's not going to be as dramatic as an entrance as Wembley, so please don't get your hopes up. Well, we think it is. It is his birthday. Well, it's it. well yeah, that's true. Could be, this, this could be anything. The cat could be in the burn. Who knows? It's the big four hours. Well, I thought it was forty-five. Yeah, but he's telling everyone forties. Try and play it down a bit. Fair enough. All right, well, we'll just say forty then. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, those of you coming the quiz on Friday, wish him a happy fortieth. Yeah, because we, we know he's not going to listen to this bit. So yeah, make sure you wish him happy fortieth as well. <laughs> And then if you say why, say Bez has sent me. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. He'll love it. He'll, oh, well. he'll absolutely love it. He loves the attention. He just, yeah. Happy 40th, Tom. There we go. Happy days. So, before he joins us, um, how are you doing, Bez? I'm all right. I'm tired. Feels like a long week. But I'm all right. I've been cinema tonight. Have we? What, what have you been seeing? Equalizer 3 with Denzel Washington. Have you watched Equalizer 1 and 2? No. No, okay. This will this, be interesting then. So, my mate who I go with, he's, he's rely, uh, he has informed me reliably that Equalizer 1 and 2 were better than 3. Right, okay. Did you enjoy 3? Had a little kip. <laughs> a little kip, right. But I didn't walk out. Um, 
if you like them sort of films, it was all right. It was a little bit slow for me. Right. It was a real slow burner. It was on for, let's say, two hours. And right. an hour 40 of it really was just building the story. So you, what you're telling me is you missed the actual best bit, the best 20 minutes of it. <laughs> no, I missed about, probably from about 50 minutes to an hour 10, so in the middle. It doesn't come highly recommended by Bez then. <laughs> it does if you want to keep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like a good cure for insomnia. Yeah. Well, he said to me, you've got to watch one or two because they were better. And I said to him, if I get insomnia, I'll stick them on. <laughs> really? And in all fairness, I love Denzel Washington. I think he's really good in most things. Yeah. And it was good. And it was set in a little village in Italy that was really picturesque. But it was just dead slow. So basically what you're saying is everything about the film was good except the actual film. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Although I'm sure those that like Equalizer 1 and 2 will go, yeah, great film. Fair enough. And if you like a slow burner, you'll probably go, great film. Because all the slow burner stuff, it was building up to it, just building up really slow. It wasn't like just stuff for the sake of it, which some films are. Yeah. But I want to go see Cobweb, so I think I'll go watch that next week instead. Fair enough. That's well, a horror. Although The Nun's out on Friday, and I won't go see that as well, because that looks terrifying. The nuns out. Yeah. And that's is only that... information for anything that's happening at the quiz. That's going to say. But is, 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 that, is, that, is that like Sister Act, but like where Whoopi Goldberg is on a murdering spree or? No, it's um, oh, following on from one of the other horrors. What right. the hell is it following on from? Which I have seen and just can't think what it was bloody called. And it's like part of the nun 2023. Sister Irene comes to face to face. I can't. <laughs> no, I can't find what it's following on from, but it's yeah, it looks terrifying. Anyway, fair enough then. So, S- Sister Irene, not Sister Act. Sister Irene, not Sister Act. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So that, that's the conjuring. Good. The conjuring. I think it might be following like the conjuring series. Okay. It is. The yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah, but that that looks terrifying, but looks amazing if you like terrifying. Well, you, if you, if you like to be scared, where else can yeah. you go to be scared? You can go to Paralysis Escape Rooms. Get yourselves over there, the escape room in Hanley. They will be with us on Friday night. So you can say hi to Callum, he'll be there. Hopefully he won't scare the shit out of you on Friday. But if he does, I hope he does. How's it part of his job hopefully hopefully he's not bringing that big bastard with him yes the big no we won't that big bastard won't conveil will he well no but I, if he brings him with him i'm running i'm giving him the answers and saying well done congratulations yeah yeah i think that's fair that's fair and for those that really haven't got a clue who the big bastard is get yourselves over to paralysis escape room boot yourself and up to i think they do up to six in the escape room so up to five other people a room yeah you don't have the shit scared out of you yeah, you'll, def- you'll definitely meet him and then, yeah. yeah. So how were you, Johnny? How was your week? You all prepared for Friday? Yeah, all prepared for Friday. It's, um, it's going to happen, isn't it? We're, we're going to get quizzical. Let's and then... get quizzical. 
Quizico. There you go. There's one for um, there's one a preview for Friday for everybody. <laughs> Who sang that? Let's get physical. No, that's yeah. not a question on the quiz, by the way. <laughs> that's not a quiz question, no, that's just best doesn't know who sings it. No, I'm crap with who actually sings things. I'm good at the song, but I'm not. Was Olivia Newton John? It was. I didn't realize she was a singer, I thought she was just an actress. Well, I suppose you could probably use singer loosely with some of the songs. Very true. So, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so that's, I say, that that's them. Oh. Oh, Tom's just asking what we're doing. Oh, typical Tom. How's George got on first day at school today? First day of school, he's loved it, mate. Um, oh, on the second attempt, he's loved it. On the second attempt? Yes, because we got we, we, we got the information from the school. Yeah. When we did the open day. So we're all good, all prepared. Like, so morning comes, George gets dressed, we walk to school, school gates closed. Oh. Um, because apparently they've thrown in an insect day yesterday that they didn't tell us about. Oh. So they've told all the parents, so the head teacher was very apologetic. But yeah, so on second attempt, it was good. Oh, of course, at least you enjoyed it. And there's no problem with the concrete at the school. No, the concrete's all sound at the school, I think. No one's died yet. It's always a bonus. Yeah. I have been reliably informed by a friend who is a teacher that none of the Stoke-on-Trent schools, I know obviously you're just outside Stoke, are affected. Yeah, when I looked on the thing, I couldn't I couldn't see any that would be affected. So yeah, and look who's joined us, the old bastard. Happy birthday, Amos. Thank you. It's very kind of you. I do feel old. And you look it. I know, John. I feel, oh, I feel I'm deaf, deaf fat after that meal I've just had. So. Where have you been? Been to uh, Bohemia uh, in opposite the New Aldi in Trentvale. All right. the M Club. Yeah. Chinese restaurant. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Um, so just been there for with uh, my mother and Tia and my mum's partner. So yeah, lovely meal, lovely meal. They didn't quite get what I asked when I asked for a rum and coke. They didn't know what to bring me, but <laughs> talk dirty to me. What did you have? I, <laughs> I'm a bit of a basic bitch when it comes to Chinese. Uh, I, I, I have the, uh, I have the same thing, quite a lot of the time. Uh, is a house special curry. Yeah, I quite uh, like a Chinese curry. Yeah, so uh, it, it's got chicken, beef, mushroom, prawns, onions, and this one had peppers in. All fine for the prawns. All prawns. And, uh, well, yeah, I, for starters, I had uh, prawns wrapped in bacon. Prawns wrapped in bacon? That doesn't sound very Chinese. Yeah. I, well, I had it because I'd never seen it before. And I'll be honest, it's up there with the pig and blanket. No, don't talk shit. <laughs> No, no, it is. It was beautiful. Oh. Honestly. The only time yeah, I can it'll prawn change it. It'll change your life, mate, honestly. No, I, I don't like prawns apart from any prawn toast. And that's because I tell myself it's chicken. <laughs> you God, you've just, 
Can't you just do that when you eat the prawn and just say this no. is like a chicken finger or something? No, because I can't see it when it's inside the bread. <laughs> wrap, wrap it in bacon, you can't see that either. <laughs> I don't know why I like prawn toast, but I do, but I just don't like I don't like fish. What? <laughs> okay. Unless it's from the fish and chip shop, battered. So you do oh. like fish? I like cod. Okay, is it because like you can't see it? Yeah, because it's wrapped and batty. I don't like fishy fish. Ah, well, you know, cod is predominantly a non-fish fish, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's one of them land-dwelling fish, isn't it? <laughs> it's a non-smelly fish. Well, yeah, that's because it's been cooked, mate. And it doesn't taste fishy. So what you're telling us really is you like processed fish. Or you like anything that tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah. And as we discovered on the coach, Tom, it's got to be breast, not thigh. I'm a thigh man myself. Johnny, settler debate thigh or breast. Depends what you're having. Very well, chicken. yeah, fair. Well, yeah, I know you're on about chicken, but it depends what you're having. <laughs> well, let me... me and I don't think he's on about, episode. like, the wife or anything. <laughs> Me and Tom had a big debate on you doing a homemade curry. Thigh. Fuck off. All day. All day. No. It's nicey. No. Yeah. Rest it, is best. It holds, it holds the seasoning better as well, thigh does, because it's, it's thinner. Preach. No, rest is best. You know, nothing bad. And last one to settle the debate before we actually get into talking about football. Bolton Wanderers away is the last away game of the season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tom Amos is his last away game as a single man before he gets married. Yeah. And as part of his stag do preparations... Well, my, my stag do is on the Monday after Bolton. Yeah, yeah, so as part of the preparations, Tom's got to dress up at Bolton away, which I okay. won't be here for. So the choices at the moment is full kit wanky. Yeah. Any kit, which obviously we'd probably go for the pink goalie strip. I mean, there's a couple of suggestions knocking about of a Bolton kit, which I'm not mad keen on in the veil end, I'll be honest. Mm, it's not bad. There's yeah, Spaceman. It's funny. Mm. He could go dressed as a Spaceman. Yeah. Or he could go dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I like, I like the Buzz Lightyear one. I was thinking <laughs> about, like, what, what about having a look at Babylon Zoo and get, getting him dressed as that? Because he sang Spaceman, didn't he, that geezer? Oh, I don't know. Because Tom yeah, yeah. Babylon yeah. Zoo when he's at Tom one. Tom was looking as blank as me then. Yeah, Babylon Zoo. He's the geese that sang Spaceman. I always we... wanted you to go into Spaceman. Um, I can't say I know the song. No, and I don't know what it looks like. Well, there you go. There, there, there's one There's one for the old Google, yeah. Yeah, so I'm with you, Johnny, because I was the one that threw Buzz Lightyear in there. Yeah, I, th- I think Buzz Lightyear would be, be, be top notch. Yeah, so I haven't got to wear like a proper fishbowl on me head, though, have I? Yeah, you've got to wear the full the costume. Potentially hot that day, though. Yeah, and you've got to have a little button that when you press it goes to infinity and beyond. Just, yeah, just for anybody who didn't know what Buzz Lightyear says. Yeah. So, we need people who listen to this podcast to tell us on Facebook and Twitter, and then I can tell Amos's gang what to get him to dress up for, for Bolton away. But I won't be there because I'll already be in Benidorm in preparation for Amos's stag do. Because I'm going on the Thursday before Amos gets there to acclimatise. 
I am dreading that stuff, dude. Yeah. Because I'll be the first to say I'm a bit of a knobhead. So I feel like a lot of revenge potentially no. might come my way. Yeah. So, yeah, get in touch. Tell us what you want Amos dress up as at Bolton away. Even if you've got a different idea as well, throw that all away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, be... this is going to go bocking pear an... shape quickly, isn't it? Could be an epic idea out there somewhere that we haven't thought about. Yeah, could be. Probably won't be. Could it be Alton John for Rocket Man? Yeah. Oh, no, my lucky die the day before or something. <laughs> 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 we touched what he did. I was saying, your previous were murdering people, man. <laughs> I know the phrase knowing my look there was probably not the correct one to use, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowing my look, he'd die day before. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm happy to partake in whatever. You've got no choice. I have I have a horror uh, you know when you have a feeling about what you're gonna get dressed up as when you're away? Yeah, I think I've, I've already I've already been told what you've been dressed up as when you're away. Have you? Yeah. In my head, I've got horrible feeling because of the shit I gave him when we got promoted. I've got a feeling at some point I'm going to have to wear a Harry McCurdy shirt, but I don't know. Don't know. Couldn't possibly comment. Fuck. <laughs> What, what, what you don't know and what we're going to break to you now is you've got to have a Harry McCurdy haircut for your stag there. Which one? Um, the, the luscious blonde that he had. Was that the... What? The... the, 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 the like, Wendelin from Wallace and Gromit cut that he had when he played for us? Yeah, that's the badge, yeah. Take some growing out of that, Will. Yeah, Tom's receding too much for that. Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> Last it's not me stag do yet, boys. We don't have to battle <laughs> each other. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy to do whatever. He says yeah. this now. Come to the time, yeah. and I'll be like, no, no, not doing that. <laughs> if you've watched uh, Benny Dawn Brits abroad, and you've seen stag do's over there where the midget gets tied to him, look forward to that one. No, no. I don't know who's anti use when we go for the Wii then. <laughs> and you are notorious for needing the toilet quite a lot. Yeah. What? Six, six, six occasions when I start drinking and then tends to slow down a little bit after that. Okay. I mean, I've, where was it? Where was the. Where, where, where did we go? Was it Charlton? I thought I did quite well, Charlton away. To be fair, we got as far as Stafford before you went the first toilet on the Yeah, coast. normally we don't get to the end of Westport Road, do we? No, we don't normally. But, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Anyway, if people are still listening. <laughs> if people what are still listening. What we're going um, for, John? Let, let's, let's talk a bit more about the quiz, the actual quiz, and what we're going to do. Brought to you by Ignite Facilities. Ignite with an eye. Get yourself over there. Have a look at the website. If you need anything, you can give Chris a bell. 
Vale fan, keep the business going to the Vale family. He'll be there on the night, pop over, speak to him. Also look at commercial contracts. So if you've got your own business and you're looking for someone to help out, give Chris a call. Tell him Bessa sent you. There we go. Well, yeah, so plan is doors are opening at seven for everyone come in, get yourselves in nice and early, have a beer. Um, pitch around will be dished out. We'll be hounding you for a bit of daughter because we've got some nice uh, football cards on the go for a couple of good prizes on the night. So, so bring, please bring cash. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't, Steve's bringing the card machine anyway, so you've got no excuse. We'll just stand at the bar and wait for you go there and, and get your card out. And because it's contactless, we'll just put it in front of it. Yeah. And uh, there'll be some surprise. So basically, if you don't put your hand in your pocket, we're going to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? So. And the There'll be some surprise auctions on the night, so if you haven't got the cash to pay for the prize, we put cards. We, 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 uh, we will put out because we aren't sure yet whether the bar is card only or not. We think it will be card only at the bar. Yep. So bring your cash for the auctions and the cards and card. And obviously, we sold what? How many tables have we sold? That twenty. Twenty tables. It's up to eight a table, so it's going to be fairly busy. So get yourselves there early, get to the bar. Exactly. There's a table plan done as well. So basically served on a first come, first served at the order of the tables. So you haven't got rush to get to your table, but you'll have an allocated table. So there's no need rush to get the front table if that's what you want. Because if you were in the first bit of the table, tough shit, you haven't got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've done, I've done, I'm, I'm quite proud of the table plan, if I'm honest. Yeah, tea is fuming with you. That you've, you've done more. You've done more for this quiz than you've done for your own wedding. Yeah, I mean, have you not, Johnny? Have you not done the same? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I've, and Steve admitted he has as well. And yeah, Beth definitely and, done. And yeah. Steve's only not here joining us now because it's his wedding anniversary today, and he's yeah. missing whatever plans he's got with Sarah. Uh, <laughs> On Friday night to come to the quiz, also. Yeah. 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 And you're right, Johnny. I've definitely done more for the quiz than I've done for my wedding. I haven't yeah. even got haven't even got round to fucking proposing yet. Yeah, there's always time. Who knows? Friday, you might find the one. Who knows? Well, exactly. That might be the winning prize of the quiz. Oh, that's the boom prize. I can't see many. I can't see twenty teams turning up if that's the prize. <laughs> Might have given, might have given a selection of prizes to choose from. <laughs> Pay forty quid for a table; they want fifty quid refunds. <laughs> no, I am. I'm very much looking forward to Friday night. Yeah, it should be a good crack, everyone. Come along, enjoy it. We have lots planned. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, hey, doesn't work. But we'll We've. See. At- we, I've had more meetings with you guys about this quiz than I've ever had in my work life. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm a carpet fitter. There's not a great deal of meetings that go on with the carpet fitters, but um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm quite proud of the work we've put in for this. Yeah, but obviously the podcast we just turn up and ramble. There has actually gone some preparation into the quiz. Whether or not we follow the preparation, confirmed yeah. here's a a different thing we'll see yeah we, we've we've got a rough time guide we kind of know we're like we're gonna have kirsty's gonna be there as well to keep us in check yeah um 
So we've got we've got we've got enough people around. So you'll be able to meet the majority. Andy's trying to get himself down as well. Um, so yeah, we're not going to have the majority of the pod there. Stu sends his condolences, but he's not done anything for the quiz anyway. So fuck himself. Yeah, to be fair, the idle bastard said he couldn't be asked get a flight over for the quiz. But yeah. no commitment. Twelve-hour flight. <laughs> I know. We'd have been there with bells and whistles on, wouldn't we? But yeah, but yeah. But, uh, and I, I've had I've had a bit of a western. Sorry, just on the on the birthday front. So I I am a big fan of thank you to everyone who's wished me happy birthday on Facebook. But I can no longer do anything on Facebook because I have been banned for 24 hours and I don't know why. <laughs> so I can see all your comments, but I can't like anything, which is a bit of a pain in the arse because I look like a right <laughs> ignorant prick. <laughs> Who have you upset? Well, you done I commented. I commented on a picture. Uh, nothing offensive, derogatory, anything like that. And yeah, since I've commented that, they've they've banned me for twenty four hours. Can you uh, see no. what you commented, or are we getting banned off the pod if you do? Well, no. It, I mean, it was just a video of me washing somebody's hair and me saying I can't find the rest of your head. I know yeah. it makes no sense without you watching the video. I'll be honest, but yeah. um, yeah, I just put that with a few laughing faces, and that was that was the last thing I did, and then yeah, banned for twenty four hours. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I just yeah. So if anybody has put anything, I'm not being ignorant. I will get back to you in twenty twenty hours, I think. <laughs> Although yeah. I am at a wedding tomorrow, so if I do get back to you in twenty hours, it might not make a great deal of sense. Brilliant. Oh, so Friday, Friday's your hangover day, then, is it? Uh. Friday's like Saturday is normally. <laughs> so we're just moving everything forward today this this weekend. We, we go again. Well, I haven't had I haven't I've, I've had one rum and coke today. So and I sat with friend of the show George at the Vale last night and gave me telling off for you missing Sunday's pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He reliably informs me it was not him, it was you. Yeah, it was it was hundred percent well the the afternoon drinking was was you know between us both. But yeah, he he left me within good time and then I swanned into a quiz. He left you at seven o'clock. Yeah. And then yeah. I swanned into a quiz like a plum. And on Monday morning I got a message from a friend of the show, Woody, to say Bess, I saw Tom up Newcastle on the afternoon. <laughs> he said he was on the quiz. Where was he? Yeah, I had a good chat with Woody. To be fair, he was. Uh, we we went into Hogarth in Newcastle. Had he got his man back on? He hadn't. No, I, I couldn't tell you what he had on. If I was honest, he did have he's something out. on. But... When he's out in Benidorm, he's always got his man bag on. What one of them little purses? Yeah, man bag. Oh, not for me that. No, not for me. I'd either. rather have spare change in my shoe than carry one of them round with me. Yeah. There you go, Woody. You're outed. <laughs> yeah, if you want to start talking about the veil anytime soon, that'd be great. Um, no, <laughs> no, not not today. But no, like I say, we, we've got the quiz, we've got the rounds sorted, we've we've got the prizes sorted, we've hopefully got all you people sorted. So um, we're we're looking forward to seeing 
the teams there. We've got a few little bits and bobs up our sleeve that hopefully you like. Um, if you don't, tough, really. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, main thing is the bar will be open. Um, I am not driving. So, side is always fun. So, I'm going to go and get the van Saturday. Yeah, there you go. If you want to line them up on the table, then the quiz will get funnier for me anyway. Yeah, I'll so. be on um, Betty. Ale, wherever they've got. Not long. Yeah. I'll be on whatever you put in front of me. Yeah. Have you got Have you got the new stuff up there? I was just going to ask that because when we went to the supporters club, they got the 1876 on and the, the Wonder of Ale. And I had the bitter, Tom had the lager, and the bitter was beautiful. That was in, that was in Tommy Cheadle's. Yeah, in Tommy Cheadle's, so I'm wondering they, if it's on I upstairs. I don't think yeah. they've got it on upstairs. It wasn't on in the Reading game, but I'm hoping it's moved up there. But the bitter was lovely, wasn't it, Tom? You nearly shake yourself with the uh, lager. Yeah, I've had the lager twice, and it's uh, sent me the toilet on both occasions. So yeah. I'll be... I hope they haven't got it up there. <laughs> I can't just go straight on rum and coke. I'll be shit face for nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they've got the better on because that was beautiful. We'll find a way around it. We will. Yeah, but happy days. But yeah, we're we'll, we'll looking forward to it. So, like I say, thank you to Ignite again. Thank you to all the sponsors that have like made made this possible. Thank you for Vale for all all the the hard work that they they've actually put in to help us. Um, because let's be honest, with, without without your mate Tom. We, we would have been absolutely shafty trying to sell tickets for this. Oh, uh, yeah. She's done us a solid, hasn't she? Yeah, Laura's been brilliant. Um, I asked her about our staff discount today on the bar and, uh, yeah, promptly told where to go with that. So we've used well, her for all her hard work now. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, I'm only kidding with that. I think she listens as well now. She's a converted listener. Oh, wow. Since well, yeah. she's had a bit to do, yeah. And thank you to everyone that's donated prizes, which we won't say who's donated prizes yet because it might give away some of the prizes on the night. Yeah, and also massive thank you to the supporters club as well for the um, obviously putting on the stuff that they have for Rudgy and giving us a reason to host this. Um, I yeah. have seen on Twitter a couple of couple of people we haven't even done it yet, and a couple of people asking us if this is going to be an annual event. Yeah. So. Um, I'm game for that being an annual event if it goes well. If it doesn't, then um, we'll come up with a different plan. Yeah, we'll come up with a different plan. But yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, but we'll look at doing things any any way we can. You never uh, know. In 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 ten years' time, we could be hosting a quiz in a big arena because it all keeps going so well. Do you know, I thought you were going to say on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Big arena. Hey, to be fair, with the way it's going. No, you can't have it on the moon. There's no atmosphere. <laughs> oh. hey, if, if you don't want any atmosphere, we could hold it down the Brit. Right. I'm going. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like I say, looking forward to the quiz. Happy days. Every, everyone's going to be there. The main thing is, it's, it's just a quiz, isn't it? It's nothing. It's a laugh. Yeah, it's a laugh. It's not nothing too heavy. If you don't agree with his answers, then fuck off. We're right. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> other than that, what the quiz master says goes. Nah, other than that, it's just it's going to be a laugh, and 
yeah, it should be should be a cracking night. And like I think I think Steve said, if if people pay enough, Bez will get up and sing and dance for you. So <laughs> I never said dance. Yeah, well, I'm throwing dancing in there for you. Wow. So I've seen you dance anyway. That's, that's why he wants you to do it. That's when the northern's on. No, no, in in the theatre production that, that you went that you did. Yeah, yeah, I've done a few theatre productions in the past. Yeah. A bit of drama I have. That was back to the eighties. The one you yeah, come see. It was. It was back to the eighties. Really good as well. Really yeah. enjoyed. I had me walk across the stage in that one. Yeah. So I mean, there you go. I'm lost for words. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. If people pay this is your this is your job now, Tom. If people pay enough, he will moonwalk and sing and dance. I don't know whether I want to see it. <laughs> well, if you pay more than the people pay that do, I won't, how's that? Sounds an expensive week for me, I'll be honest. I tell you what, we'll have hundred thousand raised on the night. <laughs> Christ. Happy days, happy days. That'll be Tom for you. You'll be fine. You'll enjoy it. You'll, you'll enjoy right. his dancing. A couple of rum and cokes and Tom will be up there with me. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible once I get going. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm worried about. Yeah. Have we got <laughs> anything they will talk about? We're how far we're in. We have. We've got lots to talk about. Oh, Christ. It's 20 minutes to my bedtime. Come on. There we go. Well, in case anyone forgot, we lost the first game 7-0. Oh, I know that's not. popped up on about 350 pro, uh, different Twitter accounts today, hasn't it? Was kind yeah. of them. So, yeah, in, in case anyone had forgotten. But Andy Crosby's been nominated for Manager of the Month and has won, it, won an unofficial one. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's, it's looking good for Crosby on that front. Um, I think I'm really happy. I hope he doesn't win it. Because it normally comes with a curse, doesn't it? But I, think I don't know. I feel that's done now. That bloody curse. It, it, years and years ago, yeah. Nowadays, I think Pep got rid of that curse, didn't he? Well, he's got rid of a lot of curses, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. got a lot at his disposal to get rid of curses, though, hasn't he? So yes, there isn't. Um, is there? Is there a manager with? A similar, I think the is it the Oxford manager's got four wins from five, Annie. Yeah. Have we got three league wins? We've got three league wins, a draw, and a loss, haven't we? Yes. Yes. And I assume this will will they put into it with them both being EFL competitions? Well, I know obviously Tuesday night won't count because that was September and. Oxford game Saturday might not count with it being September. No, with it being September, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I, th- I think it might go the Oxford manager purely because they were top of the league at the end of sep- end of August. And then was their only their only defeat in August then was at Bristol City in the Cup. Yeah. Where they got heavily beaten five one. Yeah. Well, if they if they you know counting that, then we've you know. We've only lost at Barnsley there. Yeah, seven nil. I forgot. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be happy for him to get it. I think he probably deserves it. Yeah, I, I think for any manager, pick his team up after getting 
Tonkla had on the opening day some going for the turnaround we've had. And let's not forget the fixtures we've had. We've had Blackpool after that away from home who've just come down. And I know they haven't set the world alight, but they've just come down. Then I've read in Atomu, again, haven't set the world alight, but just come down. You're then away at Charlton, which is a tough, tough game. Although, again, not set the world alight. And then Carlisle at home, which, yeah, on paper, you'd expect to win. Yeah, it's a good, good, good tough run of fixtures, isn't it? To start the season with, and yeah. I think, like, like you say, there's there was a lot of chatter beforehand of, well, if we if we got any points out of them, it'd be good. Um, it then turned into, holy shit, we've lost seven nil. Um, we've got to get three points from the Carlisle game, and then we, we catched after the five games, we're on ten points. So. Right, it's really successful August. And I think a lot's got to be said to a few people. Um, Crosby's got to get a, a huge amount of credit for, like you say, picking us up after that. The players have got to take a huge amount of credit as well because, yes, they were the ones that lost 7-0, but to to kind of get back on the horse like they did and produce the performance that they, they, they have done these games is, is a huge a huge well done and also the recruitment team I think there's a, we're quick enough to slate it and, and whatnot but we're, we're going to have a little a little chat about that recruitment um, the summer recruitment so first yeah, of all just before you do go have on. you listened to Crosby's interview today I have I was just about to say the same thing yeah about the not losing his shit after this well I was just going to say as you're giving credit out as Crosby rightly points out and I don't think we have on this pod Yes, we've pointed out Smith's done a good job as captain, but actually Smith had to pick the players up just as much as Crosby after the 7-0 because as captain, they were looking at him. And from what Crosby said today, Smithy coming on Monday, galvanised the lads, got them all on side, as Crosby did. And he's got to take credit as well for his leadership during it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I've, I question Smithy as, as captain choice, not because... Like I said, not because I think he's a bad player or anything, just because when, as captain previously, he he struggled. Um, but you can't these performances since then. You can't. You, I, I don't think you can question Smithy Crosby, like or any of them really. Funzo as vice captain's really stepped up as well, hasn't he? He has. It's interesting <laughs> that he had a, an offer to leave. That we all kind of had an inkling, was it Bolton? Yeah, Bolton. He, he said that in his interview, didn't he, when he was interviewed a few weeks back? He said he had the offer to leave, but he went to the board and said, give me a new contract, I'd rather stay. Mm. And that's off to the board then? for Yeah. You know, because I think if, if you'd have asked Vale fans before the start of the season, I would say it would have been probably 50-50 down the middle if, if people had been that arsed if he'd have gone. Yeah. Now I think people look at him as, now I know there's a huge loving for Oli Arblaster at the minute, but to, for me, Funzo's the first midfielder on the team sheet for me. The others can't do what they do without him, can they? Because he's kind of the linchpin that says to the others, I've got your backs. Go and have a bit of fun further forward. Ooh. And, you know, he, he's he, he's he's a clever footballer. 
Yeah. That and he's, he knows he can get forward. I mean, look at, you know, last Joel. night he put he put uh, Bailey De Pepper through. Yeah. Um, Charlton, he got, he got cleared it and then got up and scored. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy with Funzo and he seems to he seems to have become the vice captain because I think the vice captain role was certainly one that caught most of us by surprise. I think yeah. if you'd have said to most, we're changing captain, who do you think it'll be? I think probably eighty percent of our fans would have said Smith. Yeah. Right. Whereas whereas I would probably have said five to ten percent of people would have predicted Funzo as vice captain. Yeah, probably yeah, I think I, I, I thought I thought Garrity would have probably ended up with vice captaincy. I'll be honest, I thought if you'd have asked me on the eve of, when it was announced, what was it, three or four days before the start of the season? Yeah, I'd have probably gone Connor Ripley as vice captain. Yeah, purely because I'd seen how vocal and how confident he was, and obviously he was captain at Morecambe beforehand. Yeah, and you could see why. There's definitely captain material in him. Um, but yeah, so that's off to Funzo, big time. Yeah. But yeah, carry on, Johnny and Tom. We'll have a very brief chat about last night's game in a bit. Yeah, I just like I say, I, I think I want to talk about recruitment. We haven't really spoke about it in depth now. We've had a chance to see every every player that we've signed now, I think. I think we've actually seen them for 45 minutes or so in a competitive game. So I thought it'd be nice. Um Nice time to talk about it. So, just before we go in depth, Bez, out of 10 recruitment in the summer, what do you give it? I got asked this on Radio Stoke, I think, the other week, and I'll stick with what I said then, and that was before the wind had shut. I'm going 9 out of 10. It's not quite 10 out of 10. I'm going okay. 9 out of 10. For me, as a brief summary, goalkeeper obviously massively improved, and that's no disrespect because I like Stoney, but goalkeeper was massively improved. Centre halves, the Yaks come in, big improvement from Donnelly. We saw 45 minutes of Cove last night. And I tell you what, he's potentially the best defender at the club from that 45 minutes. Very early days, but let's see. So defence massively improved. Midfield, all oh, blasted divine coming in. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Chelsea, fantastic. Strike force. I think Loft will be better than Harrison. Bit rusty last night by his own admission when I saw his interview with AB7 after. But all in all, Thomas is then come in that's better than Mipo. So improved up front. Wing backs, we've improved with the two we've got. However, my only concern and the reason it's not 10 is we haven't really got proper round pegs for round hole cover at wing back. Yes, we've got players that can fill in and do a job. I would have loved to have seen on the transfer deadline day at least one wing-back come in that could have played both sides as at least cover in competition. So the only thing that slightly, that stopped, I, I nearly said let us down, but it hasn't let us down, but just stopped it being a 10 out of 10 is the cover at wing-back for me. Tom, where would you go? I probably can't really argue with a great deal of that, if I'm honest. Um, I, yeah, I would be dipping around the, the nine. Um the left wing back is probably the more frustrating one. I think there seems to be a little bit of, uh, not a scapegoat, that's the wrong word. Thinking about Sang at right wing back, he seems, for me, he either 
he either has a seven or he has a three at wing back. He either has a decent solid game or an absolute howler. Um, he's obviously not first choice right wing back. Um, but I, I think he's got a hell of a delivery on him. And I think that is what maybe encourages Cross to put him at right wing back, especially if Lofty's on the pitch. Um, the left wing back is my main issue because if Connor Grant does get injured, it's a lot of pressure on Planty. Mitch Cork can go over there, so there is only that, there is that saving grace. Um, but I have to say, uh, on seeing Connor Grant last night, he looks like I think you said it, Johnny. He looks fitter now after his previous injury than he did in the first four games of the season. Yes. Yeah. I thought last night, like, because I watched the game last night. Um, I, I, I won't go, but I don't mind watching it. Um, so I watched it last night just because I was quite interested in the 11. Um, and I thought Conor Grant looked quicker than he'd looked. Yeah. And then that was the important. And I don't know, but because he was up against um, Ryan Cooney as well. So it wasn't like he was up against a kid. He was up against the season pro and he just looked quick last night. And that was what kind of impressed me by him. I was like, do you know what? Like, he's been out injured again, but has managed to come back almost fitter. Yeah, I mean, there is obviously a player in there. Oh, 100%. Um, And there is, I think he is different to the wing-backs that we've had in the way that he is probably the best footballing left wing-back we've had. Whilst he's not the quickest, he is so clever on on the ball and with the ball at his feet. And that is a huge plus for me because we don't just give it away stupidly. Mr. Um, is there. Did you tell her thank you for a lovely baps the other week? Bez says thank you for your lovely baps the other week. Nice and flowery the way. Nice and flowery. <laughs> Bit of onion though, he said. <laughs> yeah. I um, sorry, I've just put my Malteser order in as well. Um, yeah, uh, so that was that was the only issue, I think, with the recruitment there was maybe a little bit more cover. Um, happy with the centre-half situation. When I'll be... Oh, this is going to sound like I'm hanging him out to dry here, but I'm, my first choice three, I think I said it, weeks and weeks ago, would be Kofi Smith and the Yak. Because Cass at the minute for me is just, a, he's either brilliant or he's a very much sangy. He's either brilliant or horrendous. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and then... And the truth is, with that back three, if that does become the first truth back three... You've potentially got a little bit of cover at right wing back with Cassie and potentially a little bit of cover at left wing back with Jones. I still think it's square pegs for round holes then. Breach may be covering them positions. Yeah, you've got you've got you've got more body. We're not in a situation as such where 
we're down to our last three. Uh, you know, at some point last season, did Derek start a game? Well, yeah. You know, and the, the least said about that, the better. Well, no, he came on after about 20 minutes, didn't he, when the Forrester got injured? Yeah. Um, but I think we almost... I was worried when we lost Forrester that we'd lost a footballing centre-half. But we almost looked better on... We looked so much more confident on the ball this season. Um, and then, uh, recruitment-wise, from your centre midfields to your attacking midfields, for me, has been absolutely first class. Yeah. That is the area of the pitch where I think I kept saying, I don't think we need people for that. I don't think we need anyone for that. But I've, you know, learned to shut my mouth with that because I was wrong. And that is where we've overloading players and that's where we're putting our best players. And that's, at the minute, that's what's winning us games is that, that six midfield, if you like. Um, and then, yeah, I like Ryan Loft. I've always liked Ryan Loft. Obviously, he needs time to get to... Yeah. He's going to need probably five or six games because he hasn't played an awful lot at all. Um, Josh Thomas, I like. Uh, Willow, obviously, everyone... Everyone loves Willow. Willow is Willow. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty, pretty happy. There's just one thing I want to happen, <laughs> and I don't know whether I'm whether to say it here now. I don't know when it, the right time is going to crop up. You've kind of got to now. Well, yeah, and and I just want it's just like, and it's one thing that's bugging me, and I don't know why it's bugging me so much. But I just want Planty just to relax on his first touch a little bit. He's like a greyhound. He tries to boot it almost as far as he can and then get chasing. And I just want him to just to relax on it a little bit. And that, because I think that's a massive thing with you playing at left wing back. Because obviously he, if he gets caught out, that's where you're almost buggered then because your left centre half has to come to left back. And shuffle along that way. And it's something that Conor Grant's very good at. Tuck it in, keep it. And I know, obviously, the two completely different players because Planty's got the pace to burn. Um, but yeah, other than that. But yeah, very, very, very happy. I think nine out of ten is for any team an outstanding transfer window. Yeah. Fair enough. Man. That's quite interesting. Any um, disagreements? Yeah, I think I think you've both been very, very kind there. I don't know if that's due to the start that we've had. Um, I'm still very concerned about the wing back situation for me. Pant, Pant was targeted against Oxford, and I think we we were lucky. Against against Oxford, that they didn't actually capitalise it because they they were continuously targeting him and trying to get that get down that side on us. And I would have liked to see us bring in a proper wing back to kind of sort that out. Um, I think the striker situation, I'm still not so like hundred percent happy with. Um, if Willow stays fit. 
then if we're playing one up front, we only need three strikers. So, yeah, that's fine. And all three are different, which I like. Um, each each one of them offers you a little bit different, but none of them, I have, I have a feeling, are going to score 15 goals a season for you. So I'm a little concerned about that that situation of, are, are we going to have to rely on everybody else scoring 10, 15, 20 goals between them? Like a good a side that I'm not going to say gets promotion, but a side that survives in the league needs needs to have goals, doesn't it? And that's that's where I'm still a bit worried about. Like whilst we're, whilst we're at the minute we're sneaking games, winning them one nil, and we don't look like conceding. Don't get me wrong, we don't like not many games. The Reading one, especially, we didn't look like conceding a goal. They got they got a penalty and. You know what the, the you know what Ripley did. So that's my only they they they're my two concerns at the minute is wing back due to Mitch being not injury prone but he gets stuck in, so he gets more than his fair share of kicks, wax, like and and such like. So that's a concern. And left wing back with Grant's injury history slash coming back from a big injury, um, I just feel like. We maybe should have invested more in in a wing back at some point, but it's it's not the end of the world. See, I I, I was going eight, so it's not like I say it's not the end of the world because I think the midfield lot, and it's only right to talk about the two young lads now. Having two having two young lads training with England this week. Um, with the under twenties, with our blaster, and we've we've then seen Alfie Devine's gone and stepped up even further. You've you've got you've got to give massive credit to everyone at Port Vale for making that happen, because that hasn't that hasn't happened by accident. Does yeah. Alfie Devine getting called up to train with the first team? And I know he's only training; it's not like he's been put in the squad to make the bench. Blah 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 blah. Does that put a bigger target on him for championship slash lower end Premier League clubs salute to sign on loan in January? No. Um, no, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think so. But he's not the first under twenty. It, it happens all the time in training camps. It's just we've heard about it this time because he's with us. Fair enough. You've got to think. You got. It, it, have we had? Three players drop out, and three weren't in training yesterday when he when he went up to train with them. So that's six players missing from Something training. Like yeah. So you've got to fill that gap somewhere, but it's obvious, like you know, cameraman, right place, right time, and you capture it. That club then goes mental over it. Hmm. You know, if he's on the bench come Saturday, then. Uh, all right, maybe we've got a bit of a problem come January, but I don't. I don't think Tottenham have loaned us Alfie Divine and gone. He's potentially only there for six months. Yeah, and I, I don't. Th- I don't think Southgate puts him on the bench at the weekend. No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. And I'll be honest, I haven't wanted to say this in public, but I'm going to now, aren't I? If we can keep hold of all Blaster and Divine for the whole season, I see no reason we're not a playoff chasing team. 
I I said them to make us a top ten side. Which is a playoff chasing team because you're ending around it then, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I think the but that, that now that doesn't all come down to them. That comes no, down to the form of Smithy, Ripley. Yeah. Somebody up top, like Johnny yeah, says. Kofi keeping it tight. You you attacking midfielders. You're gonna need if if you're not if you've not got a goal a striker who's scoring twenty, you've got to have three attacking midfielders who are scoring between ten and fifteen. Yeah. What do they say? Tell them Bezos sent you. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, but there is an M and an E, you know. Um, well, my reply is never that. <laughs> no. I, I, I do agree. If we if if February the first comes and they're both still vital players, there'll be a huge, huge, probably celebrations rather than signs of relief. Yeah. And now, Tom, if you said to me there's no I in team, my reply to you would be no, but there's a you in cunt. <laughs> what, what? Wow. Where did that go? We've absolutely just sea bombed for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Happy birthday. On a bloody Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday at five past ten, that's it. This is why Bez goes better this oh, time. Yes, yes, that's why I'm not going bad. Turned in, God. Turned into the pumpkin now. I'll be honest, <laughs> I just did. I, I didn't see that coming at all. There's a you in umbrella, but... <laughs> but on the whole then, so positive, positive recruitment, we've we made some... Oh, really- 100%. Definitely. Right. And I, I like I like the the bringing. We're not waiting till the end of the season to bring in younger lads as well. I think anybody who's been to both of the both of the games would say that probably in the first half of both, Reese Walters man of the match. Well, let's talk about it briefly mm. now because we don't give it too much airtime, even though I go because Johnny doesn't like it and. A lot of fans don't, and I get why. But yeah, Reese Walters was my man of the match over the 90 minutes last night. I thought he was absolutely fucking quality. Kept that ball ticking over in midfield. Calm as anything on the ball, and he'll receive it with a man up his arse. Times he'll receive it, he just steps over turns, and the crew lad's gone. I thought Reese Walters was immense. I thought Kofi, the 45 he was on, looked absolute quality. Jason looks Ben Garrity as well. Yeah, Garrity is captain quality and a great finish for his goal. Jason in goal. Kicking wasn't great, but a great one-on-one save. Great one-on-one save. And looked comfortable enough that you'd want a backup and you'd have no problem if he has to come in for a game or two. Obviously, we want Connor in, but if he comes in for a game mm. or two, I thought he looks... Um, and one for you, Johnny. I thought in midfield, Lowe had an excellent game. And he actually played them forward balls that well, me and Tom were looking for last week, where it, not just a simple forward ball as well, there was times he was looking to play through the crew man to put someone through it, and he did, and he did it really well last night. And actually showed he can play them forward balls and he can do them very well, which is all we were asking for last week, wasn't it, Tom? Take yeah. that opportunity, and he took it, and he was very good at it. I thought he had a great game, plenty, ran his bollocks off, you know, scared and running at him. And as you rightly pointed out, Johnny, work on the end product, but he's getting in the right positions, he's scaring players, running at him. Lofty looked a bit rusty, which you fully expect, but... I thought he did very well. I think he... Uh, did he not? 
he did. I'm sure he was the one who held the ball up and pinged it wide, though, for Sang yes. to cross for the goal. He was. Which, he was. That was cracking vision because I'll be honest, yeah. I wasn't expecting that to go over there. So yeah. there is, you know, there's whilst he looked a bit rusty, he still probably, if anything, set up the goal for me. Yeah, and young Jack Sherrick at 16 played full game left centre off and looked comfortable for me. Yes, Luke's a 16 year old playing a men's game, but did everything right and he comfortable on the ball and at times comes sprinting out with it. Looks a prospect, looks a real, real prospect. Yeah, I don't want to put too much on him. No, um, but looks... they're not going to have every game, they're not going to play brilliantly. Um, but yeah, no, take take that for that. The, the, the competition itself is is uh, is a glorified reserve fixture. It yeah. puts a bit it puts a bit you know a bit more of a competitive edge to a reserve fixture. Um, obviously the financial side is good. The finance I know I understand the finances come from the scab side of it, um, but at the end of the day, ten grand is ten grand. Mm. We actually got I think we mentioned it on the pod last week or so that we actually got more money for that win against crew last night than we did against crew in the Carabao Cup second round. Um, so, you know, there is a financial gain to have from it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm quite happy with that being that on, on last night's game. Yeah. The one thing I will say, I did think the crew sending off was harsh, I'll be honest. Unless he said something, I thought a second yellow for that was really harsh. It was the ridiculous. Only reason, yeah, I thought so. And the only reason I'm saying that is because, Johnny, you set me own work when it comes to ref watch. Yeah. So, and the own work was, did Mitch Clark staying on the pitch at Oxford stop them kicking off to score? Because something was said at the World Cup. And friend of the show and my mate from refing James has messaged me and he says, save you doing the own work, I've got the answer for you. So, in the World Cup, where it came is where teams were scoring, say, in front of the Amel. No, let's say in front of the bike cars, but then running to the Amel to celebrate to their fans. So they were crossing over the halfway line to go and celebrate with their fans. And they were saying to one player stay in the opposition's half because the ref can't start the game when you're in the opposition's half. The ref can't start the game if you're off the pitch. However, once them players have crossed the halfway line, if they've then got eight players over the halfway line on the pitch, technically the ref could start the game. And that's where it comes from. Again, it would take a very stupid ref to do it, but technically they could. So, no, Vale players going over to celebrate with the fans off the pitch there is absolutely fine. It's when they cross the halfway line, they can start the game while they're still on the pitch. Right, OK. Do we, do we, do we not think... Mitch Clark getting the deck had anything to do with him being twatted in the leg about two minutes before. I think I said I, when I that said was a pod, nasty challenge. That second challenge was. Yeah, if you hadn't stayed in the pub Sunday, Tom, you might have heard what I said. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Clarky looked injured throughout the game on Saturday. I thought he looked like he was playing through the pain barrier, which is great that he's willing to do that for us, and he did a fine job. But I thought he didn't quite look hundred percent. But then he came on last night for last 20 minutes and looked 100%. So maybe he was just bloody knackered when I was looking at him on Saturday. I mean, he, he puts the he, he puts the uh, miles in, doesn't he? Yes, and Crosby did say in his interview today that the players love the fact that new songs are coming up for players. And we need one for Mitch Clark. We really do. 
So get him in. Get him in. I got one, but Tom said it was too long. Probably didn't make sense either. Did. It was to the Charlie Patino one that Blackpool do. Michael Jackson, Ben. Yeah, no, that didn't work at all. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, I'm not having it. Sing it. His name is Mitchell Clark. He's back at Vale Park. The fourth time that he's here. He loves the Burslem beer. He heard that Norm was gone. And Carol's at the Owl. And then he said to me, I fucking hate Stoke City. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Because last time he was at the club, Carol was here. Yeah, but Norm was here the first two times. Yeah, but Carol was here the last time, so that doesn't make any sense. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Ben. Next, get the Mitch Clark songs, and he needs one next. Yeah. And a bit more than Mitchell. Mitchell Clark. We've got creative with the other players' songs, so let's get creative. Let's, let's get creative. Is that what you're asking for? Yeah. Put me neck on but, the line for the Waka Waka one. That could have yeah, gone. Waka Waka, you come up with that. I come up with the OG one. Someone else come up with the Yak one. They're all creative. That Yak yeah. one. Whew. The Yak yeah, one, sorry. Song. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was Scott, that is. So. Scott, well done, Scott. The OG yeah. one. Picardi Breezy. Like... Yeah, Picardi Breezy. Oh. Yeah, quality. Love that. Tom, you come up with the Waka Waka. And then it, I sang you the OJ one on the coach on the way, Charlton. You went, you had a like it. We got a game at Charlton, and that one grew from there. Yeah, the and the uh, Super Connor Ripley and Golden. Super Con- that one. Oh, did you not call? I thought you called no, that one. No. no, someone else had told me that. In fact, young Alfie AB7 told me that, so I don't know if he came up with that one. Fair. Yeah, yeah keep, 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 them keep them going. Keep them going. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, we need to keep them. The yeah, old Nathan Smith is one of our own. Yeah, we've got the Ben Gaddity, which obviously Dan Phillips come up with, and then me and you made famous, Tom. Made famous is a fucking strong word, isn't it? Well, we wobbled our fucking... tits in a pub and... <laughs> we got the juices flowing. First rappers in, I suppose. <laughs> there is. Yeah. We've also found out that the Burton game's been rearranged for the 19th, so... Yeah, I'm like quite that. happy with that. I am. It still means that we've got the two, the two on the bounce. Yeah. I was a bit worried it was going to frig off to the middle of December somewhere or something like that. Yeah, I was. I'm glad we've got it in soon. And like you say, while we've still got Touchwood, we're still in form because even if God forbid something happened against Northampton, it's only one game. It does put it on a Champions League Tuesday. Bit of a pain, but yeah, it's the first one. Um, but I, I had a look at it last night and the Man City play uh, Czech Savina or Red Star Belgrade, I think they used to be, um, at 8 o'clock. Um, but the, the other game on the night is Milan-Newcastle, but it's, that's quarter six. So you can oh. watch that in the boozer beforehand. Yeah. So you're not missing really the decent game. For me, anyway. Um yeah, so hopefully that won't have an impact too much on the attendance because I know sometimes the Champions League games can. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'm trying not to get carried away, but if we pick up six points from Northampton and Burton, I'm getting a little hard on. 
be honest, I said to my dad last night, if if we if we do pick up the six points there, um, then that Bolton home game at the end of September Ooh. becomes yeah. becomes a it might becomes a big game, doesn't it? it obviously, yeah. I think I think even if we probably lost the next three, the Bolton game is still a big. It still would attract a big crowd. Um. But them are the games that you look forward to in this division, aren't they? The Boltons and stuff like that. Oh, the the big are. crowds. The, the first time we'll see the bike cars fall with away fans. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the Hamill fall with home fans as well. So you know, the only time we've seen that was this was the Swindon playoff game. Um, yeah. So yeah, be be a good be good if we can you know build something towards that. I'm not going to get carried away with saying. We should be beating teams like Burton and no, Northampton I'm because not, the not. reason we're in the situation we're in is because people have been expecting that with us. Yeah, and I did see Big um, Tyree scored for Northampton last night. Last night? Yeah. Mm, oh, I need to check whether that counts then in my uh, bet. Yeah, he scored a penalty, I think it was, last night. Because that's his first goal for Northampton and he hadn't scored in six before that. So Yeah. Gibbo scored for Bristol last scored, night. and Scored an Augie as well, didn't he? Yeah, scored on both ends. And they scored, scored the first goal that Cheltenham has scored, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> first goal they've scored? Yeah, first goal they've scored. Shit. Mm. They, they, have, they haven't scored none until that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double negative, isn't it? They haven't scored none. They haven't scored none, yeah. They so. have scored none. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> the, English teachers, the, the, the head teacher's coming on... Um, on Friday, not on today. Friday. Yeah, he can, he can assess that. Yeah, he, 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 can, he can let us know. But, but yeah, I think that's that's everything I wanted to chat about. Let's say the quiz was the main, the main shooting. Um, yeah, brought to you but, by Ignite Facilities. Get yourselves over, have a look at the website. Yeah, but yeah, the, the other the other bits and bobs. Obviously, recruitment things have been very positive. This, I think keeping hold of a couple of players in Ojo and stuff like that, finding out about that, I think now feels more important than like you said, Tom, if you would have said in maybe July, Ojo's game Bolton, I don't think anyone would have been quite as bothered as they were when Forrester went. Um, but now... I think the Forrester once a bit, was a bit... Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think it probably would have been exactly the same all right, we've got some money. We move. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. I think I think Ojo kind of split the fan base. Still, there was a couple of people. That was I think quite... Will did. I think Will did. Mm, yeah, maybe. Fitness record wasn't great. Few mistakes. I, I just think people probably. I think I think people warmed more to him due to the fact of his age, maybe. So yeah. we're a bit more concerned by using losing a younger player than they would have been by losing Funzo, but but Funzo's turned out to be massively key in this run so far. So um, I think think whatever's happened, whatever's what whatever reason he's wanted to stay, that's that's huge. Mm. So I think probably Cros- Crosby has an awful lot to do with that. The fans probably have an awful lot to do with that. They think whatever's happening, at, the, the people keep talking what what's happening at the club. 
there must be something positive happening at the club because people are wanting to stay. People are wanting to talk about it. Well, you, let's be fair. Big, big clubs are sending big players to us now as well because there's, there's no Spurs are one of the biggest clubs in the country. Alfie Devine's one of their brightest prospects. They don't send him Port Vale if for no reason, do they? Right, so not at all. And as Crosby said today, if it goes well with these young lads, which touch what he says so far, that raises your profile for other clubs going bloody hell what they did with them. A quick question on that. This just made me think now, so sorry, I knew we were about to wrap it up. But do you think that that promotes us to younger players that we may go after signing on a permanent after seeing that Oli Arblast has come in on loan from Sheffield United, been trusted to start. And granted, a lot of a lot of that trust comes from performance at that age. If you play well, you're rewarded by it. But Arblast has been trusted with a start. It's not going to be too much longer. I think if we were playing this weekend, Divine would have started, I, th- I believe. Absolutely. And like, do you think that, do you think when, when we go next summer and there's a, 20-year-old that's just been released from somewhere and a couple of clubs are in for him. Do you think that gives us a bit more clout to say, look, we're not scared to throw in young lads. We, we've we developed our blaster. And granted, it's 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 a season, but we, we've, we've developed our blaster. Divine, Josh Thomas, Plant, Walters, Shorrock have all got game time. Does that stand you in good stead, do you think? Or do you think that players don't really give a shit about that? Is it more the promise? And the, the packet. I think it puts you obviously in good stead. You've seen for years like players wanting to go to crew academies because of the way you can move move through the divisions through that. And I think I think it all kind of depends like what happens with these players after. So say Alfie Divine and R Blaster keep doing what they're doing, they're ripping it up. They're doing brilliantly. And then all of a sudden, Oli Arblaster's in Sheffield United's first team next season. Alfie Devine's probably, you know, that's a bit more of a, a step for me. Um, Alfie Devine's probably like on the bench or on the periphery playing in Europe for, for Spurs or if they make it or whatnot. Um, then I think that's kind of, you can say to players, then look, these were with us last season. Now they're playing in the top flight. Whether whether they were their players before or not, Tottenham Hotspur don't look at a player in League One and go, oh, well, we're not going to go after them because they'll want two million quid. If they want him, they come and get him. And I think that, yeah, because if if Crosby says, look, I've got I've got a record here. You know, three of my three of my six midfielders last season were under twenty for most of the season, or something like that. Then yeah, that it's got to encourage someone who's nineteen, maybe just been released from Man United, Man City, you know, or, no, or players coming on loan who are in the last year of the contract. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it helps hundred percent. Then obviously we've still got Big Cove coming yet that we saw for the first time last night, and see what he does and that's going to help as well. And also, I don't think enough praise has gone the way of Steve the groundsman in Glen. Because we know that last season when he came in, they took the top layer off the pitch and it was shite. However, we've had the work done this summer. And yes, it's early. We haven't hit the winter months yet, which will be the telling part. 
but we can play football on that pitch now, which you couldn't really last season. And that helps these ballers that are coming in to play football. So I think some credit's got to go that way as well. Yeah, it has. Do you know, do you know what I've just found interesting? Just obviously, Tom, something that you've just said. Um, do, do, you not, do you not think that when, like, when you just mentioned like players in, in the last year of the contracts and stuff like that, but do you think it helps sign players in general then? From the bigger clubs, maybe on loan or whatever, like because... yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If 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 Oli Arblaster goes back to Sheffield United, and there is someone who is similar age, maybe in the last year, depending on obviously what happens, to, we don't know what's Sheffield United could be Championship, could be Premier League next season. Uh, he is only going to say good things if he's had. And he'd say, "Fucking hell, get down there! What a fantastic setup it is down there. You'll get game time. You know, or or do you go? If you're Premier League, do, if do you go Championship and potentially not play, not start? You bit part player, or do you go League One? Potentially, just you're a top top League One player then." And you stand out a mile. And you develop. Yeah, because you're getting more game time. Yeah, because you're not going to develop City. At the end of the day, the game at the top level and the game at the very bottom level, the the principles are the same. Yeah. It's just the technical quality changes throughout. Yeah. However, also, if people are thinking, God, the same, we're going to sign every bug now because of that. Obviously, fail coming offering a young player that maybe is out of contract and that four grand a week because that's what we can afford. I'm just making figures up. But a chef Wednesday have come down for the championship and offer him 20 grand a week. Obviously, that talks. And it talks in any walk of life, whether that's football, yeah, I'm not, I'm not suggesting taxi driving, whatever. So that is also going to have an impact. And I know, Tom, I'm just clarifying the point that, you know, money, of course, comes into it as well. But it does mean if you're competing with a similar offer, and maybe you are a little bit less, but not drastically less, it's certainly a massive positive for someone to look at. Sorry, go on. I was just about to say, if if we were competing with someone from Man City's academy, say, Mm -hmm. and we were offering 500 quid less than, say, somebody that was as far down south as you can go, That, that might have a sway if they look at to go, well, I can stay local and I'm, I'm promised some form of game time. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot of stuff like that, isn't it? And I just think that us doing our blaster, the solid, and in, in giving him game time and Chef United, that's going to stand us in good stead with them next season. Go yeah. back to them and go, right, who's your next Oli our blaster? Like, and Spurs, and I've got it on very good authority, Spurs wanted to send us someone else on loan. Right. They wanted to send us Hugo Lloris because they wanted him gone, but we said no, we want to get in in front of Connor. Yeah, there was going to be a shit joke there. I genuinely believed him for the first 10 seconds. <laughs> now, what I was, what me, I was just going to put a little point in, but you, you know, you said with regards to the the money difference, and that's obviously yeah. if someone's signing on a permanently. Yeah. I think if you look at, if you've got a Chef Wednesday and a Vale, but we're signing on loan. There's a different conversation then, isn't there? There's yeah, it. there is. Because obviously, at the end of the day, the wages the player picks up are exactly the same, whichever club they're playing at. 
yeah, the only difference there might be the club say to him, look, we want you to go Sheffield because they're covering 60% of your wage, whereas Vale are covering 20. And I'm just, again, I'm making... But I don't, I don't, I don't think Premier League clubs are that fucking arsed with that, I'll be True. honest. True. Um, but, you know, do, do we start standing out then as we draw, you know, Sheffield Wednesday in a relegation dogfight? Is that the best thing for our striker or in the Championship? Or is it best to go to Port Vale, who are currently flying in League One, where the confidence is high? And obviously, I know Sheffield Wednesday is a much, much bigger club than us. And that's, you know, for a lot of people, it would be a no-brainer because of the size of the club. But we start coming into them conversations if things start going well with loan players for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And then just one last thing. Um... Crosby mentioned that Barmer was on the edges of the, the Ireland squad as well. Oh, I never picked that bit up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that either. Yeah, if, if you listen to what he says when he's talking about it, he, he said that Kofi was on the peripheries of it. So, so would that be a, if he'd have played more games? Yeah. yeah. He, he would have been in the conversation. Maybe maybe it's a training camp, do you know what I mean? Maybe they take 30 players and he's part of the training camp. Yeah, maybe. But, and he... I know Crosby said in his interview that it was always 45 minutes for Kofi. Alfie interviewed him as well last night. I watched that and Kofi says, yeah, it was always 45 minutes. He feels fine, fit and ready to go next game. Fair enough. And he's got another week and a half training on it now. Exactly. That can only mean good things. And you know what? Nice to see Smithy giving a complete night off because he doesn't normally get one, does he? He normally even plays in these games. And to be honest, Smithy probably wants to play. But nice for him to get a full night off and, you know. And not even have to be on the bench. And... Exactly. Night in with the missus and kids. Well done, Smudgy. Yeah, well, I, interesting to see he, he, he trained today, though, Crosby said. Four, four players training today. He was one of them. Right, I didn't pick that bit up either. Yeah. So, that was, it was the others. Mental. Is that right? Is Willow? Um, he, well, he, he mentioned Ojo um, and... I think he mentioned Luke Vire, so I'd, I'd assume that right. Tommy Ripley was in, in that section. The one but, thing, um, I don't know, uh, you probably, Johnny, you probably wouldn't have seen it. Um, Bez, I don't know if you'd have seen it, but the, the end of the game last night. Yes, I put it uh, in the group. No, not with the, not with the young lads. Oh. Um, Connor Ripley, straight onto the pitch with Carlo Nash, straight to Luke Vire. And they had a bit of a group hug between them. So there looks like there's, you know, a full goalkeeper's union there. Is it, you know, they both pull in the same direction. They both yeah. want each other to do. Because I think there was there was a big thing put out about, um, was it the Charity Shield? Did Aaron Ramsdale save a penalty in the Charity Shield? Yeah. And all the Arsenal players ran to him, but the first person he went to was the sub-goalkeeper. And they, you know, they, and I like that because they're, they're the ones who you want to get on with each other and yeah. have each other's back. And when and times again, are shit, you, you can dingy. Yeah, in, in Alfie's video again, the, um, he asked Luke Weiler about that and he said, Luke, me and Connor go back years. We're good mates, real good mm. mates. I'm chuffing him when he's playing, he's chuffing me when I'm playing. There's no rivalry there from that sense. We get on really well and we both want each other to do well. Yeah. And the other thing I did want to pick up on, I forgot, was have you watched the pitch side video from the Oxford game yet? Not yet, no. And I don't know if you saw it on the day or not, but David Dunn dancing on the pitch at full time 
mm. to the Bale fan thinking, loves it because it shows that, you know what, he's a coach, but he's still fully, fully invested though, you know, he's and he is part of it. And you'll love to see your coaches that involved because it shows you the real I've got a tie for the club and an emotion there. Yeah, well, the thing is, well, uh, Ripley pushed Crosby, didn't he, towards the fans and stuff yeah. like that. So so that was another thing that, that I noticed. And I, I just, I think there's a real, there's a real good sense of, like, togetherness in the squad. And it's, it's spoke about a lot, but I think we're beginning to see it. And yeah. he, things are going really well, aren't they? And, I just don't want the bubble to burst massively. No. I want feet to stay grounded. We will. We will. A hundred percent lose to somebody shit this season. Of course we will. We did. We'll bond, probably. We? <laughs> I was thinking well, I think, more Burton. I think, well, um, yeah, I think... But... <laughs> I think Barnsley are one of the worst teams we played this season. I really do. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. They were that. just clinical, weren't they, against us? They were very yeah. clinical against us. Everything went in. And it, it, it's, it's, it's madness when you see, like, Oxford, if they would have put seven past you after how they, put, after how they played, like, you could have gone, fair enough, played well. But I just, yeah, it's just, it's it's weird football is how it works. And Tom, you're right, we will, we will. We will lose to someone that that people think we should be beaten, stuff like that. But it's it's nice nice at the moment, isn't it? I will it? I will also say, and I felt it more at Oxford. I think people are coming on board with it a little bit. Is we are quite defensively solid at the minute, but I feel like people have got a bit more of a grasp that we're not just going to go out and try and attack teams and get beat 4-0. We're going to do things slowly and tactically. Like, and I'm we've glad always waiting that. for that. Say again. Because I'm glad about it, because after the yeah. first two games, I didn't think we got that in his locker after the Barnes in the Fleetwood game. Mm, I didn't, but I felt like, I feel like if we're sitting back and we're seeing breakers down, I'm quite happy for teams to try and do that. And we hit them on counter-attack. I think we were the top counter-attacking team in the league. Mm. So there's clearly a plan there. And I feel like, on especially Oxford Saturday, every everybody in that stand was on board with that is what our plan is. Mm. Nobody sat there, oh, fucking hell, they'll get it forward. Bloody shit, this is. It was a, all right, you know, we've got a plan. Let's move them about a little bit and then we'll then we'll go after them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right, Johnny, wrap it up. Otherwise, I won't be there on Friday. I'll be in bed. Yeah, you will. But no, we've got some real good footballers, and I think that's that. That's important now, isn't it? That we yeah. we celebrate that and we enjoy the next few weeks. Let's see what happens, but we won't get too too carried away either way. Um, I know, Bez, you were getting very carried away at Oxford. No, I'm just enjoying it while we're joint top of the league. Yeah. Yeah, and I started the E-I-E-I-E-I-O at the end. If you ask me, and on art at this stage, do I think we're getting in the playoffs and promoted? No, I don't. However, I'm bloody enjoying it while we're up there. Yeah, well, I just don't like that song. Go to bed, Baz. Yeah. Veil uh, <laughs> fans are singing that at the moment, tongue-in-cheek. Mm, yeah. 
Never know. <laughs> I can never tell. That's what makes me nervous. Uh, for me, it's tongue and cheek at the moment. And when the Vale fans start singing it at the end of the Carlisle game, I piss myself. Yeah. For me, that song comes out after February. <laughs> no, I, I think most 85 to 90% of Vale fans probably don't expect us to be in around the top six come the end of February. Fair enough. However, you keep all blaster fit, you keep divine fit. Maybe add a couple in January, who knows? Yeah, possibly. Let's not get carried away with six games then. Six well, games. I think we're going to piss this league. <laughs> we're going to walk this fucking league. They're all shit. Oh. 108 points by the end of the season. 108 points. Is that even possible? It's now yeah, five to get. Or 41 games. Yeah, it's a bit more than possible, yeah. Fair enough. 120... 123 points. 123 points, points up for grabs, is it? 2.34 uh, points a game, that average is 108. 2.34. Basically, when 36 games. Yeah, there's 41 left. I think there's 123 points up for grabs, if I've yeah, just went, done my maths correctly. If you win 36 games and lose 12, you'll finish on 108 points. Okay. No, lose 10, sorry. So the 46 so games. Nine so more we'll, losses. Yeah, we're allowed nine more losses and no draws, and we'll finish on 108. It's doable. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not get, getting carried away. Get yourselves down to Johnny's Bar for a beer. If you go in at Burslem Friday before you come the quiz to us, if you get in there early enough, it'll be open from two o'clock Friday afternoon. Don't go in there that early because we don't want you heckling at the quiz because Johnny will come out and thump you. Um, but get yourselves down to Johnny's Bar and have a beer. I won't be doing anything of the sort. <laughs> we, we've, we've got hired muscle for the night and Tom and Steve. We have. Well, I've got a at the gym for the next 48 hours, have I? Because I haven't got any muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to order some off Amazon. Sure, we could sort that out. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. That That's the babble because we haven't got a game. Yeah. Um, it's international break, so enjoy. It's the quiz this weekend. Um, made even more enjoyable by the fact that you haven't got to get up Saturday. So you can get at Absolutely leathered. So there you go. If, if, if anyone asks how your wife, I said so. Um, and the, the the most important thing is some prizes. It's all going to a great cause in the Rudge statue, and we'll hope to see everyone there so they, so we can all have an ale and up the veil. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again, and now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.